the top 10 players in the NBA right now. Let's get straight to the list without wasting too much time. Before I start, I do want to mention the criteria I use to make this top 10 ranking. Number one is the player's individual talent and statistics. Number two is the player's team success. Does his play style translate to wins? And even if the player is not in a winning situation, we can usually tell if their play style is suited for a winning team. Last but not least, number three is the player's impact. Impact can mean a lot of different things, but for me, this basically means the player's impact on the court when he is not actively scoring the ball. For example, Steph Curry has an undeniable impact when he is not shooting because his shooting ability makes the opposing team respect his range, thus giving his teammates more opportunities to score the ball by driving to the rim. Top 10 lists can be controversial and I understand that there may be disagreements, so make sure to leave your own top 10 list in the comments below. And without further ado, let's get straight into the top 10 NBA players for the 2021-2022 NBA season. Coming in at number 10, I have Joel Embiid. We all know the type of talent that Embiid is, and he really showed us how dominant he could be this season, with Embiid leading the Sixers to the first seed in the East and almost winning the MVP. In the past, the big criticism of Embiid was about how injury prone he is. And as we all know, he did suffer a hyperextended knee this season, but his averages this season finally pushed him into the top 10 for me. He ranks above players like Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis because we can be sure that Embiid is a first option and an MVP candidate. Sure, Irving and Davis are right there in talent and both have rings, but Embiid's impact and the way he led his team to the best record are nothing short of spectacular. I expect him to be in the conversation for most valuable player once again and I wouldn't be surprised if he finally took home the award. Coming in at number 9, I have Luka Doncic. It's really hard to rank Luka and it's pretty difficult to really assess how good of a player he actually is. On one hand, Luka has some of the best stats. If you were to only look at statistics, an argument could be made that he is the best player in basketball, but other aspects don't seem to indicate that. For example, his leadership isn't the best. I know that he played through a tough injury in the 2021 playoffs, but there is no excuse for blowing a 2-0 lead that was nearly 3-0 at one point. Sure, Kawhi went crazy, but I fully believe that the Mavericks should have won that series. Despite this, Luka is still a spectacular player and will definitely be the face of the league in years to come, but for now, he is the 9th best player in the NBA. To be quite honest, he could rank anywhere from the 5th best player to the 11th best player in the NBA also see Luka Doncic potentially being in the MVP conversation for the upcoming season. At number 8, I have Damian Lillard. I can see how Lillard can be a little lower on other people's lists, but I believe that he is a better player than Luka Doncic. Dame hasn't been under the spotlight at all in his career because of playing in Portland, and losing most of the time has made a lot of fans around the league disregard him. But I mean, what is Dame really supposed to do? His second option has been CJ McCollum for years and still manages to make the most out of it. Every year, the Blazers seem to have multiple injuries that derail their season, and despite all of this, Dame himself has stayed healthy and played his heart out every single year. The big weakness in his game is definitely defense, as he is terrible off-ball. When he is guarding the ball, his defense is actually pretty good, but his load on offense just drains him and leaves Dame no energy to really contribute on defense. Number 7 on my list is James Harden. James Harden can be argued to be a top 5 player in the NBA, but with all this talent in the top 10, 
It's just difficult for me to put him above other players who are more deserving. Harden is a great scoring guard who is also an exceptional playmaker. His step back is legendary and he can give you 40 points whenever he pleases. At some points throughout the season with Kyrie and KD both out with injury, James Harden was exceptional and kept the Nets afloat. You just can't deny his talent and the fact that James Harden is still getting better year after year even at 32 years old with an MVP already under his belt, I can very well see Harden picking up a ring or two before he retires. Number 6, I have a controversial player here. And no, it's not Anthony Davis. The 6th best player in the NBA is Nikola Jokic. Some may call it recency bias and some may not believe the hype, but the Joker is really that good. The untraditional playstyle of Jokic is really what sets him apart. His counting stats are similar to Embiid's, but the Joker's passing is second to none. He could rebound just as well as him, and even though his defense is average at best, he's extremely versatile and efficient. On one play, he'll be posting up and then boom, hook shot right in your face. Next play down, he'll be at the three-point line and then somehow the next second, he's already running back with Monte Morris celebrating the open layup. Call it recency buys for him winning the MVP but Jokic is really that good and will be for the next 5-10 to 10 years. At number 5, I have Devin Booker. Book really showed us why he is a true superstar in the past finals. He put up back-to-back 40-point games and was clearly the second best player on the court. Devin Booker's leadership and defense has also improved. Y'all really fell for that, huh? The player I actually have at number 5 is Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi is in a tricky spot. During this year's playoffs, Kawhi Leonard was arguably the best player in the playoffs, up until he got injured. They came back from a 2-0 deficit twice, and they probably would have done it three times in a row if he hadn't injured his knee. His offensive game has stayed put and has arguably improved, while his defense has taken a slight fall. Nevertheless, Leonard is still an elite two-way wing who has proven to be a franchise player and still is one. Without a doubt, the Clippers will be the second favorites when fully healthy right behind the Lakers to come out of the Western Conference. I can easily see another robotic year of 25-7-5 for Kawhi while being a top 5 defender and a top 5 overall player in the league. At number 4 I have Kevin Durant. Durant is a one of a kind player and a truly unique talent. Arguably the best offensive player right now while being an above average defender. KD's perfect blend of speed and scoring ability makes him unstoppable when you consider his height of 6'11". A lot of people doubted him going to this season, but he proved us wrong and had a spectacular playoffs and regular season. He still missed a handful of games, but when his talent was needed, he showed up. During games 5 and 7 of the second round series versus the Bucks, Durant scored 48 and 49 respectively, two near 50 point explosions that almost put the Nets over the Bucks despite both James Harden and Kyrie Irving being injured. Not much needs to be said about Kevin Durant, nor does he need to prove himself. The Nets are the favorites going to this season, and if they don't win the championship, the Nets super team might be in some trouble. KD can easily hop back into the conversations for MVP for this upcoming season. Coming in at number 3, Stephen Curry takes the spot. He is arguably the greatest point guard of all time, and without a doubt lands at number 3 on my list. He had a phenomenal season with no help at all from his supporting cast. With averages of 32, 6, and 6, it's undeniable that Curry is also arguably the top offensive player in the NBA. Now, I would argue that he is. Obviously, he's the greatest shooter ever, and when you pair his playmaking with his insane shooting, you get a top 3 player in the league. People like to talk about his defense being 
mediocre to below average, but I don't believe that his defense should hurt his ranking significantly. When you consider the greatness that he provides on offense, is it really necessary for him to be an elite on-ball stopper? Like I've mentioned previously, Curry's shooting is so impactful. Him standing 8 feet beyond the 3-point line forces someone like Dylan Brooks to guard him from way out there, even when he doesn't have the ball. With all this in mind, I think that the Warriors will go back to being a top 6 team in the West, with Clay coming back soon. Curry is bound for another MVP caliber season, with his team hopefully doing better in the loaded standings out West. The best player in the NBA is LeBron James. LeBron is most definitely not the same player from 3 years ago, and probably not the same from last year. He had a major ankle injury in the middle of the 2021 season and hasn't been the same since. After going out in 6 games this playoffs to the Phoenix Suns, many people have taken LeBron out of their top 3. They say he's washed and just not as good as Durant, Giannis, and others. But let me explain why I still think LeBron has a case for the best player in the world. First and foremost, I feel like his injuries, which have become more apparent and urgent in recent years, has made other people forget about how dominant he is when not injured. Just two seasons ago in 2020, people were still praising the 35-year-old LeBron for being the best player in the league. One ankle injury later, and now he's not top three? I don't get how that can be possible. You can make the argument that the injury will affect his play, but LeBron clearly showed that the injuries won't stop him. We all made the same mistake that LeBron was washed in 2019 when he suffered that gruesome groin injury. And he proved everyone wrong by winning the championship the very next year. And for LeBron as a player, we all know how good he is. It's all up to his fit with the newly acquired teammate Russell Westbrook and seeing if he can stay healthy throughout all of next season. Lastly, at number one is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis is incredible and has been for a couple of seasons now. Despite winning back-to-back -back MVPs, we all criticized him for the lack of a jump shot and not showing up in the big moments when it mattered the most. The past four years, we all knew that he was a great defender, a prolific slasher who could also handle the ball and play make for his teammates. We all know that Giannis is a great person. He already had two MVPs and a Defensive Player of the Year. All that was left on the agenda was winning at the highest stage, and he did just that. With multiple 40-point games in the finals and a 50-piece on top of that, these performances finally allowed everyone to rank him as high as people have ranked him. He not only showed up in the biggest moments, but also demonstrated his leadership and determination. He may not have the so-called bag that other top players have. His biggest strength may be forcing his way into the paint for awkward layups, but he proved to us that it works. I fully expect Giannis and the Bucks to have another finals run because he is the best player in the NBA after all. This concludes my list of the top 10 players in the NBA. My list will definitely change once the season is underway, so expect another top 10 ranking in the months to come. But that is it for this video, make sure to drop a like and subscribe if you somewhat enjoyed, and have a great rest of your day. Peace.